Hi, this is Patrick Prince with the Tulsa World, joined by Barry Lewis, our lead high school sports writer. This is our weekly chat about high school sports. Uh, we're shooting this in video form, but so you can watch a video if you like. We'll also be converting this into a podcast. So if you're the type who'd rather listen rather than watch, we got two uh, two avenues for you. So Barry, you, over the course of three days, you spent uh, about 40 hours recently at the BOK Center at the Tournament of Champions. Uh, what was your overall impression of the tournament? It was a very exciting tournament after somewhat of a slow start. Uh, so it was definitely because uh, the first half of the tournament, the first 12 of the 24 games, or like the first 11 to be exact, it was they were all routes pretty much. And then the rest of the tournament, there were a lot of thrilling finishes. So it was definitely a fun and memorable event. This was the first time at the BOK Center. They were supposed to be there last year, but the tournament got moved to Jinx because of COVID. Uh, how do you like the BOK Center as a venue for the Tournament of Champions? BOK Center is, is a good venue. Uh, personally, I don't really have, I don't have any complaints. It's, it's a cool atmosphere. The kids really, I think, and coaches are excited about playing in a major league quality arena. That's for sure. Um, that's, uh, there were some slow, there was a slow start on some lot of kinks that needed to be worked out Monday. I heard some people uh, had some problem issues with ticketing. So uh, I think those, however, can be expected when the first time you hold an event like this, that there are some, some things that need to be worked out from what I understand. And uh, things worked much better. Things were much smoother the next two days. So um, that was good to see. I think, um, a prop. I think the only downside about having it to be okay is the parking situation. Uh, you've got if you want to stay there all day, you're going to have to pay a lot to park. Whereas uh, if you're at the Maybe Center, the former venue, then parking was free and uh, right next to the building. So that is a negative uh, regarding the BOK Center. But um, there's a lot of positives about the BOK Center. Uh, I think I've been to the Tournament of Champions at a lot of venues, uh, the old Memorial Gym, the new Memorial Arena, and then in the abbreviated format they had last year, Jenks' Arena. It's been at the Pavilion as well. And um, each of them have their positives. Sometimes I feel, I guess, in a perfect world, if I was made put in charge of it, I would like to. I would like to see probably the first two rounds being held at the Memorial Arena. It is a, it's a, it's a beautiful arena. It's definitely a uh, showcase for TPS basketball. And uh, they've got the history there, having hosted it uh, before. So there's that tradition. And uh, then move it to the BOK Center for the final round, uh, the final day. Uh, I just think that sometimes that because the BOK Center is so big and the attendance is not so big that um, it's sometimes it just the atmosphere might be better in a smaller venue, at least for the first two days, uh, because you can get a crowd of one or two thousand at Memorial Arena. And it's like, oh, it's almost packed. It's re and it's really exciting, whereas uh, crowd of only one or two thousand at the BOK Center can sort of be swallowed up because of the vastness of the venue. So uh, um, I think all the venues that's been played at have their positives, and uh, but BOK Center, it, it it's an exciting setting for high school basketball.
Yeah, no doubt. Do you think they might explore that next year, having, you know, like what you said, having the early rounds at Memorial, then maybe the final day to be okay, or is there – or not? Probably. I I don't have any inside info on that. Uh, I just have the feeling it's probably not going to ha- – wouldn't happen next year. It's something that – who knows what they might consider down the line. And I think you'd probably want to give it – at the BOK Center, two or three years, and then maybe re-examine yeah. it. But uh, then again, it's also um, uh, the BOK Center can be a drawing card, having it there all three days. And once you sort of get settled in there, uh, maybe you just want to keep it there all three days. But uh, I just think that one year when they celebrated the 50th anniversary of the tournament, they had it at the boys' part of the bracket at Memorial for the first day. And I thought it was... In fact, I, yes, I think it was last time Owasso had been in the Tournament of Champions before this year. And the atmosphere that first day was just so incredible. The arena was full. It was amazing. And I kept on thinking at that point, then this is the play. They need to play more Tournament of Champion, uh, Champions games there. So uh, maybe it's something they'll explore down the line. Yeah. you uh, Last week, we talked about your affinity for the Memorial Boys. Uh, having seen them a lot in the Tournament of Champions, anything change about your opinion of them? Not long-term, although um, uh, what happened in the championship game obviously shows that nothing's a guarantee. Uh, when they lost to Dell City, uh, they rolled out to a 15-0 lead, and then it all fell apart. Everything collapsed for Memorial. And you knew going into the game, Dell City is really, really good. There's a reason they were 6A state champions last year. and and everyone knew going into the game that this was going to be a close game. I thought I gave Memorial a slight edge going in. And if you're a team playing Dell City and don't have everything clicking, uh, then it's going to be rough. And Memorial, after the first quarter, or especially in the second half, didn't have much clicking. They got into trouble. Um, more, a strength of Memorial is its depth. But um, Things just didn't work out for Memorial in the championship game. Um, what they counted on, uh, Killian Spellman and Braden Hubbard, who were having playing well, they got into foul trouble and fouled out early in the fourth quarter. And so that really hurt um, Memorial inside against Dell City. And then with those guys gone, you really needed um, Seth Pratt, who's a great outside shooter, to step up and start draining threes. He had his coldest night of the season. And then Ty Frierson outstanding guard for Memorial who had such a great tournament. Nothing was falling for him in the fourth quarter. So when you had all those things go wrong, it shows that uh, you can be beat. And I think ultimately, although I think Memorial obviously wanted to win the tournament because it's been a hard tournament for them to win despite all their state tournament success. They really wanted to win and have a perfect season. Uh, So many times Coach Bobby Allison has said that uh, a loss can be good for you. And um, it's a long season. A loss definitely keeps you humble. So I think long term, and for their, as far as their goal is winning the state ball, the state goal, the state championship gold ball, my opinion hasn't changed. Memorial should be the favorite, um, a close call over Dell City. So um, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, Booker T. Washington lost in the Jenks Union Invitational Tournament Championship game, and then they won all the rest of their games and won the state tournament. So definitely. 
it's I think it'll also takes away some of the pressure going into the state tournament um, having one loss. So there are some good aspects of losing, uh, but I still feel strong about Memorial. Yeah, you were pulling a little bit of double duty, and you saw the uh, the girls championship game where Bixby won. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Bixby girls team. I really like the Bixby girls team. They are balanced. I mean, in somewhat, they're like Memorial. They don't have the superstars scoring the majority, scoring all the points. Uh, they're very balanced. Uh, probably Bixby doesn't have as much, um, probably don't go as deep. Um, they don't play as many players as Memorial does, but the scoring is very balanced. And that was also a strength of Dell City as well. Uh, I thought it was ironic that both champions, Dell City and Bixby, they both had four players in the tournament average, exactly nine Point seven points per game. Um, Gracie Warnley and Meredith Mays led the way for Big Speed co-MVPs. I really don't like choosing co-MVPs for tournaments. Our co-players of the year at the end of the year very rarely do it. It just felt right this time because Gracie Warnley was the leading scorer. Meredith Mays was such a dominant player inside. And what is exciting for this Big Speed team is that most of their players, like all their most of their key players are not seniors. So this is a team that still has a lot of room to grow. They went to the state championship game last year. And uh, I was really surprised. This, um, I really think they are underranked at this point. They're, they were ranked sixth coming into the tournament. Uh, I think they've got a great chance uh, to get back to the state championship game and win the gold ball. They were very dominant in the three games. It wasn't like... They uh, won a couple thrillers. They totally dominated the entire tournament. They're just, as long as they stay away from foul trouble, uh, I think it's going to be tough to beat Bixby. How many total games did you see? I saw 22 of the 24 games. I didn't, so, I'll have to admit, I did not get there for the 9 a.m. girls game on Monday and Tuesday, but uh, hmm. I saw the rest of them. So seeing all those games, was there any player that wasn't on your radar that now is on your radar? Well, um, I, because I did not get a chance to see Dell City last year. Well, I saw them in the state tournament, but uh, some guys uh, from their team are more on my radar now. I, uh, Terry McMorris and Brandon Garrison, I knew all about, I was familiar with them. But uh, Percy Green, I was very impressed with. So he's more on my radar now, along with Jaden Foreman. Uh, for Cashin, um, Vance Rainey's an outstanding player for them. But I really wasn't that aware of Jonah Jenkins, who had a really good three days. It's, it's very rare that I put someone, when I choose the all-tournament teams, first and second team, it's very rare when a player from an 0-3 team gets any mention. But I put Jonah Jenkins on the second team just because he he was a standout and Cash had, had some tough luck in the tournament. That's why it shows you that there are some really good teams that go 0-3 in this tournament sometimes. And that was Cash. And they gave Jenks all it wanted in the opener and then lost two games right in the finals, the other two games in the final seconds. Um, so Cashin could be like Garber a couple of years ago, go 0-3 in the state tournament and then win the state championship. Um, another player, um, that wasn't on my radar because he's a freshman. 
Cal Furnish. It's rare for me to put a freshman on the second team all tournament. Um, but Cal Furnish from Crossings Christian, he had a great tournament, hit the winning shot to beat Cashin on day two. And he really stepped up after he had to, after Reed Loveless, they're all cash crossings Christians, all state player, uh, suffered an ankle injury late on that second day. So Cal Furnish, uh, a fr there's a freshman to watch from crossings Christian and, uh, he looks like the real deal. So very impressed by him. All right, Barry, thanks for the knowledge as always. Happy new year. And we'll catch up next week. Happy new year, everybody.